This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Forever! When your first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You end up with us Fuck you, stupid little fuck you, sloppy little fuck you, nasty little. Get inside, get inside your house and put your mask on. There's old people dying. Get out. Wear your this- mask. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meepa. I'm Meepa. And I am Big Dipper. Hello, we are Hello. here. We're here. I'm alive. I we drove here, downtown to like- go buy donuts and liquor today. Yeah, how did that happen? Redline, in order to like continue making money, this is an ad for Redline. In order for them to continue making money and like pay their staff, they've, I think they're still getting like shipments of liquor and selling it at like cost. So it's like drive up. So you drive up and then a drag queen, like you have to get out of your car and go to the window and then a drag queen hands you a bag of booze that you've already paid for. And then you're like, thanks. And then you leave. We are wild people. And our drag queen gave us a high kick. I said, yes, ma'am. You said, and what's your Venmo? I'll send you a digital tip. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, listen, um, let's bring in our special guest. Yes. And we can do a full catch up of everything that's going on. She is an actor, a comedian, a podcast host, and currently starring in the Netflix film The Wrong Missy, which has been number one on Netflix like yes. for many, many days this week. It is Lauren Lapka. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited. Hi, Lauren. Um, I want to go get liquor from a drag queen. It was yeah. the highlight of her day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. The amount That's of people so who are doing creative businesses right now it's i love that yeah i mean it's been that's been like a bright spot i think in all of this is seeing the ways in which creative people are using this time to like find a new way to reach people or whatever they're with their art or whatever it's been cool i mean i i it's it sucks that we're obviously i mean it's obviously horrible to be here but um i'm very happy to see like all the creative ways people are changing their their deal like even should i say no you can, Big I mean, you you can say me. it we call him i got scared <laughs> we just bleep it we bleep it out so it's fine that's funny yeah, but Lauren your performances i filmed you and i filmed you in front of my garage and it I was... was wondering where that was <laughs> okay can i just say i was like in the show like you know they stream it on twitch but you send the video ahead of time this was for drag alive in san francisco and so in the chat everyone was like Oh, because the the queen who went before me was a queen named Beverly Chills, and she did a Lana Del Rey number, but rather doing it like a one take, she did it like she edited it like a music video. Mm -hmm. So there were like a lot of different setups, but she was poolside. It looked like she was in Palm Springs, like the whole thing. And so everyone was commenting like, oh, she's rich. Like, oh, she must have a pool. And so all the comments, I was literally in front of a garage door. I wasn't inside the garage. I wasn't interacting with the garage. Everyone was literally like, 
oh, he must have money. That's a two-car garage. garage. That's what it's I was so, thinking. I was like, he so doesn't funny. even have a garage. He has <laughs> nice houses he has. Well, but it was that, the, it's like the house behind your it's house. It's not even like it's not even as nice as it looks. Like it's like there's like a rental unit. I rent whatever. Who cares? There's a place behind my place that has a garage and I was like we could shoot it here. So, it made it, it made it look like we were all rich. You were also <laughs> like really really into the camera angle. How did you feel ultimately? <laughs> I ultimately, loved it. Yeah, it felt great. I thought it was great because up until now, not that yours haven't been good, but it was like a step up because the other one that you did, you had to do that show from your living room. Right. So it was yeah. just right. like you, you in front a of a TV screen, which I thought mm-hmm. was a great idea. The monitor worked really well. But this oh, was yeah. nice because you were like up and the camera's moving and I got to see your like whole body as you dance. Oh, yeah. and that has I wanted everyone been... to. I wanted everyone to see the whole package. And that was <laughs> uh, as I was directing the f- the film. I was thinking I wanted people to really see the outfit. I want everyone to like get the vibe and see the moves. And all. yes, it was very. It was very. Uh, uh, Can I, was this your first you... time directing, Lauren? You know, I have directed a short film, um, but this is my big debut. I think doing <laughs> thing. I just love saying that. Sorry. Well, the reason you're calling me by my actual name is that we have known each other for years and years and years. Yeah. Um, yes. Which is great. I love that. Yeah. How long have you um, known each other for? Se- I would say half of our lives. Wow. Yeah. We met when we were like 12, 10, 11, 12. Oh, no, so more no. than half. Later? Later? <laughs> no, you're right. I guess 12, I was 12. No, or 13. I, I was 12 and you were probably, no, we were 13. about the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so like 20 years. What I will say is that I do think we had a unique experience filming that in that, um, well, I was wearing a cock ring, which I don't know that I've ever worn a cock ring. Well, I didn't know that. And I don't know that I had to. You needed to know that. You didn't know know that. No one one needed to know. What the fuck? Yeah, you can't put your kink onto people. That's not a kink. Well, I need to know more about what you're going to say next, because I I don't understand. You wanted to have your penis shown in the costume. (laughs) Basically, you know, like a lot of times in those like singlety outfits, if you're a go-go dancer or a stripper, you often like wear a cock ring. It's essentially like a bra for your dick and balls. Very interesting. And, you know. like it, It does something to your balls? It lifts. It, well, it, it pushes it, them up and out. Oh, it grabs everything, that, so it sort of I didn't know that. I thought it out. was on the other part. The it shaft. Goes, there's, a, there's one that just circles the shaft. Doesn't do much work. Now, the other one, you can put, like, they put, like, lifts on them and stuff, so it really pushes it all forward. Wow. Lifts. lifts. I don't Googling do that, but I remember later. some go-go. He, like, took his pants on. I was like, it looks uh, bigger in the underwear. Yeah. And that's why. <laughs> one time, Meatball and I were in the dressing room in the back of Precinct, uh-huh. and a guy, do you remember this, Meatball? Some guy, you were at a gig. I was just back there. I was tap you. dancing. <laughs> and that guy Some... gave me the up-down. <laughs> yes, but this guy, he pulled his underwear off, and then we heard clang, 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 clang on the ground. Like, whatever he was wearing underneath him, which was, I think it was a stainless steel cock ring that also had like a, like a, um, it had a weird, it almost point. was like a gravy boat. Yeah. So that the, the to point hold the, would like, like tickle his taint. His taint. So it, it was, was like, and a does that circle. feel good? Sure. For some, yeah. I guess. Um, but I'm just, just the, the sound of it, it. I remember being scared. Yeah, like what's I'm falling sure it apart. Hurts. <laughs> Dipper, do they hurt? If if you wear it too long or it pulls on your hair, it 
can hurt if it's too small or too tight or the like material of it doesn't agree with you it can also Mm -hmm. hurt but i just wore that because you know like there are probably some tops that if you wear them you're like oh just naturally like my body looks right in this right but then like maybe you need like a little lift right for certain things so like that singlet it's like Spanx. Com- it's a compression garment, so it pushes everything in. Yeah. So it actually like pushes your bulge like back because it's like a <laughs> wrestling singlet. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to wear this cock ring. And I walked over many blocks to your house with the cock ring on. And then I was like, this is weird that Somehow, I'm like, s- sitting I've here talking you, to Laura. I've known you for 20 years or more. <laughs> And somehow every time we interact, I learn something new. I don't know how this is. Possible. I was gonna ask, like, what's the weirdest thing he's ever told you? And it's oh my this god, <laughs> there's so many. This one, it's almost like this one's not weird, but it's almost like okay, I guess I didn't need to know that, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, I have no judgment. I'm just kind of like okay, um, yeah. but the. <laughs> The, Not, um, I didn't need to know that, but it's fine. But it's I feel fine. like you've told me like some wild stories. Oh, I know, yeah. I know you tell them on here and stuff, so maybe you've shared some of them on here. But um, oh, sure. Like, what's one? There's one that like really sticks with. There's a couple that really stick with me. Well, and I wonder. I talk to you about like a sex party. Wild, or like <laughs> when you get recognized at the bathhouse and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Like, that's very interesting. But how about um. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if you've told this story on the show at, at all, but the story about uh, where you went to that guy's house and you came in, I think it was like a high rise in Chicago or something. Uh-huh. And you went in and it was like all covered in plastic. Like he was Dexter. <laughs> oh yeah. And then, and then there was like, a, he needed um, a tub of butter or something. I can't believe it's not butter. He didn't have lube. So I fucked him with butter with margarine. That makes me and sound And it smelled insane. like popcorn. Yeah. Has this time in quarantine made you realize some of the shit you did was weird? Can I just tell you that is actually what's happening is that I'm reflecting on how <laughs> how much of a hoe I have been in my life and how many times I was like, well, I'm mildly horny, so yeah, grab the butter. Like what what like Yeah. yeah. Like that's fascinating, like, isn't it? I was thinking, I was like, if I were to line up all the guys that I've slept with, oh my God. I would not Hands be... across America. <laughs> it would be like the film Us, because honestly, I would like not be, be into many be... of them. <laughs> I would be like, uh, I'm thrilled about 40, 50% of this. That's still a pretty good number considering the amount you probably have on there. <laughs> Like if you if you're thrilled about a thousand people, like that's a lot. <laughs> you're really coming so, out a winner. I'm really happy we have Lauren on the show to just drag me. Oh my god, my- we I'm, do I don't people. have to do any work, you know. Do you feel like you have stories that match Dipper's stories? Or absolutely do you- not. No, really. Oh no. my god, that's no, no, no. hilarious. He's because- he's crazy. Okay, he okay. gets like I think mildly I don't know horny that. and will do anything. But see, I think but, I don't realize how crazy he is because I know him so well. Exactly. That, like, but also, it, he's not the craziest type of gay person because there's ones more. that are crazier. He's yes. like middle tell of the road. Tell me more. She says, tell me more. Well, there's ones that'll, I don't really know. I mean, we have well, like, like just the stories. doing anything. Well, well just doing think... anything just because they're mildly horny. Like, yeah, yeah. Just because like they 
don't want to jerk off. They will like drive <laughs> state lines to hook I've up. That's not like, surprising. That's yeah. not surprising. Yeah, I think uh, I think Dipper's gone to a coordination point on a map. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Midpoint in Indiana when I lived in Chicago. Oh my god. See, but see, when crazy- I lived in New York, I wouldn't even go uptown. I'd be like, it's too far. <laughs> but see, I- in New York, it's like you have a ton of people nearby yeah. who are hot. I mean, that's like the the options are better. I would assume. <laughs> than in no? Chicago. I don't know. I, I don't like, know if that's true. Well, Chicago's good. Chicago's got a lot. But you crossed to Indiana when you were living in Chicago? That does seem crazy. Chicago's such a big city. There's a lot of great Well, I had, had like met this guy and I was sorry. It wasn't because mm. it was the only option. It was I because I had like, you know, You spent, had a connection. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. connection. He mm-hmm. literally just texted A me phone connection, I mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you, exactly. Your phone's connected to each <laughs> <a> other. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've tried... I'm really trying to like j- like like think about it. I feel part of me feels like like the sexual stories and the exploration is totally a rite of passage that I'm like thrilled mm-hmm. fully. And like, wow, what a cool, crazy thing to be able to tell these stories. Yeah. And then the other part of me is like, oh my God, am I tainted and gross? No. Because no, no, of no, that? no, no, no. No, because you, no. nothing that you have done has been like actually extraordinarily crazy or like out of luck. Lo- like you haven't no. really done that crazy of a thing. I right. think it's more that you the the part that I think is makes it crazy is in that sense is like you don't know the people but that's not uncommon. Like people do yeah, that all the right. time. It's not like I that's guess even for me weird. like I've also like celebrated the fact that I like often like quote unquote ugly guys. Mm. And <laughs> I'm like yeah. You're doing I'm, a service. I'm <laughs> I'm into that. But then part of me is like, literally, it would be my cringing nightmare to line them up and look at everyone again. That is very funny, though. I would love to see. But it would I, I would actually like to see it, too. Because I want to see, like, the median age. Like, I'd like them lined up by age. It'd probably be, like, yeah. 50. Yeah. I would say it really would run the median gamut. Median would be 50? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Laura, he likes them all. I mean, I know. That's a part of the story that's... Wait, this is the thing. That's a part of the story I don't usually ask for. How old is the person? I feel like I don't ask for that. Well, most of the time, I don't know. Who knows all the time? You can tell by pictures. I mean, what's the oldest... Yeah, but a lot of the old guys, they use... Wait, what were you saying? What's the oldest... How old is the oldest person you've ever been with? He was like 70... You're, she's just smiling so big. I, I told the, I, I he lived in New York. He was a trainer, but oh. I think I think he was Hot. like seventy four or seventy five. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he okay. was way more nimble. And then after, nimble. but after we fucked that older guy, he like said some very casually racist shit about teenagers on the street in New York City, and I was like, bye. Oh, and I like no. got up and left. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like, oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, 
It is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppyseconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Wow. Wait, let's get into this outline. Lauren, this is our 50th episode of Sloppy is Seconds. It? Congratulations. Yeah. Right, Meepal? Are you happy? Yeah. I mean, that's exciting. You know, I wish we could add the two podcasts together and really get that number up there. But... What? What two? What do you mean? I don't Just know. This one anyway, and 50, only podcast I'm so we've excited. Ever... <laughs> 50 episodes, baby. That's very cool. Um, okay, so it's a huge success, actually. I read some article that was like podcasts there's so many podcasts in the world and like six percent of them make it past 10 episodes or something it's like people just don't commit they're not successful it's a very you know it's a it's a successful thing to have a show that's 50 it seems episodes easy and... when you start and that's what like mm -hmm. everyone starts and they're like yeah i'm just gonna talk on the thing and then it's like oh you have to like keep going yeah. and by episode well, 10 I, sh I understand why people get bored of it yeah and a lot of people go like oh well i could have this person this person and this person on the show but then it's like beyond that do you have other people you can maintain right. an hour's yeah. worth of conversation with? It's a lot. And also not everybody can maintain an hour's worth of conversation with each other, the hosts. Like that's like not easy for some people. Mm, yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> comes naturally for you, but there are people where it doesn't. <laughs> <It was a laughs> talker. Well, you, Lauren, you have six podcasts. What is it? I mean, five? I always have I think I have a upwards of um seventy podcasts at a given moment. <laughs> I'm mentally ill. I, I this is like my my biggest problem I think in my life that I can't stop doing podcasts. But I, I love to do podcasts and I have two right now only. Isn't that amazing? Yes, but Just people wait. can find Oh I, there's a backlog. There's a backlog. Yeah. I have my old podcasts that are retired at this point are Raised by T V with John Gabris where we talked about eighties and nineties television mainly. And then um, I had Freedom, which we're coming back soon. Scott Ackerman and Paul Tompkins, where we just talk about our lives and make fun of each other and stuff. It's very nice. Fun. My podcast with special guest Lauren Lapkus, that's an improv podcast, all improv. 
And then um, I have the Wild Horses podcast, which is my my all-female improv team's sh- performances recorded live. And then now I have Newcomers, which is my podcast with Nicole Byer, where we watch Star Wars for the first time. We've never seen it. It's incredible. It's, it's so a journey. It's and so I have a funny. Patreon, which has been great in the quarantine because I can record from home and everything. So, But the, the Newcomers one has been very fun. Nicole is just... I know you've had her on, right? She's yeah. the yeah. funniest person ever. And we love, I mean, talk, hearing her talk about Star Wars is very funny. I think I should, I recommend it to anyone. If you like or don't like Star Wars, you will have, find something to enjoy about this podcast. Because we didn't know anything I, going in. What I love about Nicole on podcasts is she like doesn't listen to any podcasts. Yeah. So she <laughs> loves and just like talks. She's just a great talker. Yeah. yeah. She is a great yeah. talker. And her she's podcast, like, Why Won't You Date Me, is very funny. She's like, This is the reason. And then she goes, I don't actually know. You could probably look it up and tell me if I'm wrong. And I'm like, I love people are good talkers when they're able to just say something mm-hmm. and pretend like they just Wendy it. Williams about. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just keep talking, no matter what oh you're God, saying. Oh my God, Wendy Williams. And She's you're such doing, a treasure. On your Patreon, you're doing a lot of watch-alongs, right? This has been the thing that kind of came out of the the lockdown. Is that my husband Mike Castle and I will do watch-alongs where we talk over like Star Wars movies or um, reality shows. We we kind of run the gamut of all the things that we'll do, so you can sync up the podcast to the program and then you hear it like you have friends over it's like we just talk over the whole oh. thing and make fun of it and joke around and it's very fun and we've been what doing listen to you your done? heart oh. um oh listen to your heart is a reality show the bachelor spinoff and it's <laughs> oh, musicians finding love and they have to sing together and it's oh my god ridiculous is that like that movie turned musical wasn't that called like once or well they also are trying to make it like um a star is born they're like it's really it's a lot but um we watched a goofy movie and we did we've done a couple star wars (laughs) movies we did hook oh my god um i know and a a lot of these are fun because i with star wars i've never seen them so it's you you can pair it with newcomers and like listen watch the movie with me first and then listen to the show um but it's been enjoyable and we we did this was the really meta one we did there's a new show on Fox called Celebrity Watch Party where celebrities watch TV, <laughs> and we did a watch along for that. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's incredible. Wait, wasn't there a show like that on Bravo? Yes, like, yeah, People's cool. Couch. People's Couch. And it, that was better than this. This is really weird. This is celebrities at home during lockdown and they are sent what I would believe is like a DVD of like clips of random shit. Like it's so weird. They are watching, um, like they watch the news. They okay. watch an elephant die in a documentary. What? They what? watch the masked singer. Like they're watching like the most random Isn't shit. Is Megan Trainer on that one? Yes. And then they don't. I don't the other crazy Megan. thing is they don't label the other people on the couch. So if they're not the celebrity, you don't even know who they are. I'm like, <laughs> why don't they say that's her husband who also is an actor and that's her brother or whatever? Like, it's so weird. They only say so Megan Trainer, and there's other people on the couch. I'm like, I think this I saw is- a commercial for it and it looked like they had like Full on like beauty camera and lighting setup in Fully. their home. I'm very so. I'm concerned. like, how many people are walking in and out of your house to set this up for you? I I don't know how it works, but we did have fun watching it. But I don't know if we can watch it again. It's it's crazy. They're watching an elephant die. I'm like, this is not fun. Like, I, and then they watch <laughs> Doctor Pimple Popper and they watch something disgusting. I mean, it's it's like it's Romeo and Master P watching this together oh in their movie oh, theater Romeo. in their house. Well, I guess no longer. No, he's Romeo. Yeah. Um. I was like screaming it to a friend on the phone last night about that whole idea of like 
I appreciate when content that is being made right now has like a little disclaimer. It's yeah. like, oh, when I when you filmed my thing for me, Lauren, like you airdropped it to me and wore a mask the whole time and we never got mm-hmm. close and like we never touched any of the same thing, you know, like whatever. I appreciate that because like in my mind, I'm seeing all this like new content made and I'm thinking exactly what you were saying, Meatball. Like who's coming in and out of your house? Like mm-hmm. who's setting those lights up? Like are so many things are like that right uh, now. Yeah, that b- box I got for We're Here from HBO with like all yeah. the stuff in it had this huge label on it that was like, because of Corona, like da 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 da. And it was like, this was packed contactless. Like everything inside you can touch, but the outside you want to disinfect before you open it. And like I had all these instructions and I was like, is this how yeah. life is going to be I now? I know. I received a box, a similar thing, and it w- it came with rubbing alcohol pads attached to the outside so I can wipe it down. Whoa. I know, that was next level. Wait, let's talk about your fucking movie, Lauren. Yes, I watched it last night. I was dying. Thank you. Um, It's very exciting. It's like the number one movie on Netflix and possibly the world right now. Go off. That's the rumor that I'm hearing. And very exciting. <laughs> I like that your thumbs up. <laughs> it's just us on the call. Here. No, it's true. Um, but I'm very excited, and it's crazy. It's just I just didn't expect um, anything, you know. So it's just very cool, and and it's been fun. The movie's so insane, and I'm really excited that people get to like see me do what I really like to do, which is be insane. So yeah. it's fun. Because is... it reminded me of you when you were in characters. Yeah. Like, it was like you got to just, like, play all these different characters, and it wasn't the same thing every time. Oh, it was yeah, so good. Thanks. I have some questions. Was David yeah. Spade wearing a wig? Yes. <laughs> I yes. knew it! Yes, he is. And it's, like, um, it's so funny because when we were doing it, it it didn't really seem weird. But it, it is funny just watching it, and everyone is asking that. But, you know, he has much better hair than that. Yeah. Well, he's supposed to look like a dork. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. they kind of made him look like he's. I could tell because like it wasn't a, the normal. Like his hair like is wavy in a way. That yeah. That and I think if they were to style his real hair like that, it wouldn't pull off the same effect. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the wig was necessary, but it's funny. But it, it's also funny because at the end of the movie, you like say, what, your wig? I know. I yeah. talk about like, his wig multiple times. But it's like so funny because. He really is wearing one, and then it's like, is Tim wearing a wig? Like, is the character wearing a wig? Like, it's a lot. It's really funny. Well, something <laughs> something that you and I have talked about a lot is like you've been working a lot. Like you're in sitcoms, you're in movies, and oftentimes you are cast as this like quote unquote goody goody. Like mm-hmm. when you were on the show clipped on TBS, you literally like wore a cross around yes. your neck. You were like a good Christian woman, and like. Yes. So you often get like put into this box, whereas I know you, you are fucking wild, like the missing yeah. character. So I just think it's so cool that in a movie that is getting so much attention right now, you're getting to be like, you're getting to yell things like, all my school teachers can eat my asshole. <laughs> and that feels way more on brand for what you It like does. It's like, I was kind of afraid for it to come out kind of for that reason, because it's so different. For, for as far as people are concerned about like what I do but it's, right. it is if you like follow me on podcasts or have seen me do improv it, it makes total sense but I was just nervous for the reaction so it's been cool that people are enjoying it I'm really happy yeah I love yeah. that um, and you guys shot that movie in Hawaii yes we did it was Ooh. beautiful we got to stay at the Four Seasons <laughs> for like a month and then ah. we were at some other place for a month and it was really nice and it's 
I, I, yeah, that was like so great. I wish I was there right now and just hold. I mean, it, it this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's something as a viewer of these, like, because Adam Sandler, like that production company, uh, what is it? Happy, Happy Madison. Madison. Happy Madison. Mm-hmm. They have, he has like a Netflix deal. So they're, yeah, they've been they doing do a lot of Netflix movies. Mm-hmm. So, and all of them seem to take place in a tropical vacation type location. Listen, if you had the choice, <laughs> I mean, would you not? Like, yeah. That's did you the get thing. to do it's anything like, fun in Hawaii? Sorry. I did a little bit. I had, I had some. Like I had the weekends off and I had some days off, but I was also really tired because I was, this is like the hardest job I've ever had. But I, I, uh, got to go out a bit. One thing I really got, I had fun doing, which like very few people will care about this. So there might be like five people who listen to this podcast who will be excited about this, but <laughs> there's this Netflix show called Terrace House. That's like this Japanese <gasps> reality show. Oh, right. It's your oh, yeah. show. Oh my God. It's the best. And they, they did a season in Hawaii, which I loved. And so I went to a lot of the locations where they shot that reality show <laughs> and I got to meet some of the people. So I, I was so happy. So I uh, went to 88 Tees, which is like the store that one of the girls worked at. Her family owns it. And I got to like meet her mom and they gave me all this free stuff and it was really fun. And I took pictures with them. And so like, <laughs> weirdly, like those are like some of the fun, weird things I did. Like I went and stood in front of the house that they stayed in and like, you know, just dumb shit like that. Uh- and you also, from from just talking to you about your time there, had acrylic nails, horrible acrylic nails. This was oh, the worst no. thing. So my nails in the movie are like like uh, orange or yellow fading to orange, fading to pink, hot pink, like sunset nails with coconuts that are like three dimensional, like gold beads, like on my nails. <laughs> but it was like gel. It was like a des- it was like a design on my. Yeah. You know, I don't know, whatever, but I typically don't do nail art and it really, it was so like over the top for me that I felt crazy walking around town like that. Like, and people commented on them all the time because they were so bold. Like people are like, Oh my God, I love your nails. And I'm like, Oh no, it's not me. <laughs> like, me. I, <laughs> this isn't like my vibe. Um, and they were like growing out and getting, and they had to keep like painting them in. So it was getting like super thick and just, oh, I, I, by the time I got to take them off, I was so happy. I I just love the idea of you having like bejeweled nails walking around Hawaii. It's That's very stupid. Funny to me. I was like doing Pilates classes with senior citizens in my spare time <laughs> and like having these nails and. I hate nails. I can't like use my phone. I can't pick things yeah. up. I can't do anything. Yeah, I I've never been someone to like have super long nails or anything. I mean, these yeah. were like on my actual nail, but like painted on, but like. It still was enough just to be like walking around town like that. It's it just it you know what you wear is like who you are. So. Yeah. Um, and that's not the first time you shot something in Hawaii, right? Um, no, I did get come to shoot through. Jurassic you like World. that transition? Uh, that was a really nice. That interview. was a good one. Yeah. Um, I got to go there for Jurassic World, which was cool. I only shot one day there, but I got to go there for like a week and. <laughs> It was nice. And Love the movie business. They're like, oh my God, I come know. here for a week. And I got to do my scene on the helicopter, on the helipad with Irfan Khan, who recently passed away, which is really sad. Oh. <clears throat> he's an amazing actor. Um, and he really, he was like intimidating because he's so good. And doing that scene with him, I, it was like my, that was my first scene on the movie. And I was really nervous. And I messed up multiple times. And he kept looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> he was super nice, but he was like, was that like, wasn't it. Like we, it was a we had to walk and talk together, and I like said the wrong thing twice. Oh I remember. wow! Oh. Yeah. 
have you have because you've done i mean you've you've been in a lot of stuff um uh orange is new black uh are you there chelsea clips crashing uh, crashing on hbo what is like what is challenging for you as an actor is it doing stuff and the lines is it like the walking and the talking and the I do think walk and talks are really hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard whenever I have to say something that I don't understand what I'm saying. Like I was on House of Lies and I had to say this like oh, long yeah. monologue about something and I didn't understand what I was talking about. And that is what makes it so hard to memorize because you don't even know where you're going. But it's like everything has to be timed exactly right. And I think it's also really hard when you're like a guest and you have a small part and you just everyone's kind of like needing you to just do it well. But you're more nervous than anyone. So like. It's, right. it's uncomfortable. You don't know anyone. Everyone knows each other. So I think that's the hardest part is like coming into something as a smaller part and just trying to do it right and not fuck anything up. But it's good practice. Yeah, because like when you're the star of the show, when you're the star of the show, you could like fuck up a take or like pull a prank on someone and everyone like right. laughs having a good time. But it's like when you're the guest, they're like, uh, you're literally wasting our time. Fuck yeah, up. yeah. And they're like, who are you? Please make this better. Um, You've really yeah. guested on so many shows. Like you, weren't you on fucking Lucifer? You played the devil. Isn't that weird? I played, <laughs> Oh my this God. is so weird. That's such a weird one. I think it's on Netflix now, but they, that show is crazy. And I played, um, Able, like as in Cain and Abel, but I was a woman who meatball, I'm gonna catch you up. I was a woman who <laughs> was in a coma because uh-huh. I, I was in some sort of accident. And then the spirit of Cain or Abel, the devilish creature from you know the Bible, the I guess, Bible, um, came Bible. into my body and took over. And then I was running around town being like, I'm gonna fuck women. Like I was like being like a weird <laughs> man in my body. And uh, and I got to shoot people and stuff. It was really weird. Oh, that sounds fun. But it strange. was fun. But it's like it was that show's kind of like Buffy. It's kind of like um, uh. there's like humor and they have comedians like Charlene Yee. I think might have done it. There's like they have comedians from time to time on the show. So like there's like some element of humor, but like it's also like a sort of supernatural, weird kind of genre. But that was an interesting time. I definitely was nervous during that because I was like, what? I, this is so not my wheelhouse. Well, and. I, I know that like, you know, just like us talking, like sometimes when you like get a part or do whatever, you'll be like super excited and like you'll sort of dissect everything. And I feel like this came up, it sort of happened all really quickly. And I remember you telling me about it. You were like, oh yeah, I just did a couple, like I did a couple days like earlier this week on the show, but like it was wild. I had a gun. There was a, a death scene. There was like a fight. I was like a possessed demon, but you know, whatever. And I was like, uh. yeah exactly it was like a really weird thing weird, weird blip it was very fun um but i was wondering about your experience both of you like in performing on stage do you feel like you have similar experiences with your performances where like you get certain environments are more uncomfortable than others for yes. you or like yes like what would be like something where you're like oh i really need to like do well because this is the like a weird environment or something like how does that translate I think like a year ago, I went on a a tour. I always talk about it, but it was still like the craziest thing I had done. I went on like a 13 city tour and I was the only non-drag race girl on it. And I felt like I really had to like step up and like show them that I was just as funny and just as talented as they were. But like no one was, no one needed me to do that. I was like doing it to prove something to myself. And like, I don't know. And I, 
there wasn't a time that I didn't go on stage like completely about to shit my pants. Just like, this is a huge audience. I've never done this and no one here knows who I am and I'm gonna die. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. Well, also like Meatball, we've talked about it before because that's when you broke your hip, but like, weren't you opening for Bobcat Goldwaif a while? Yeah, Bobcat and Caitlin Gill, I would like, went on tour with them for a little bit and like opened their show for them. Like doing stand up in drag and like doing tricks and stuff. And it was... Really fun, and that was the Wait, first time that on. I tricks. What kind of tricks? Well, maybe you know I like to do a little turn, a little few tricks. You could, I could do the cartwheel, I could do the split, I can. Different. And that's how you would do it. You would go. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, now a cartwheel. And now tricks. <laughs> my <drum. laughs> And now my tricks. And but that was the first time I had done like comedy shows like that. Yeah, like, that's a whole different. Put me in crowd. comedy shows, but yeah, they were not. Sometimes they were not into it at all well, because the they're like, thing. why it's is like, this happening to me? Yeah, that could really go either way. Yeah. Like some people, sometimes that's like perfect and everyone's like so excited. That's like the exact vibe of the room. Let's talk about this. Your wallpaper. Yes. Meatball, because we, we are we are recording the video. So you want to tell us about your wallpaper? Oh, yes. This wallpaper, I got it from a wallpaper from the 70s and I hung it myself the other day. Really? And it's not hard. It's truly, okay. you're just gluing strips of paper to the wall. If you break That's it really down to that simple. Yeah, this was hard because you had I had to line them up so that they're all equal. Show like, us. That's show what's us hard. That's the I, corner. Oh, well, it goes that's all the amazing. Way over. Oh my I don't God, know. I it's it. all along this wall, but I'm redecorating my drag room. Is it um, removable? Uh, well, well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. well, it is because I put down a, a latex primer so that it's okay. not actually attached to the wall, it's attached to paint. Yeah, so when I decide to peel it off, the paint will peel it'll off be easier. It. Yeah, that is I, I did like I, I redid my nephew's bedrooms a couple summers ago, um, for fun, and I used re- removable wallpaper on their walls. Yeah, but it was really, really hard, and my cousin did all of it because I really don't have that skill, and it had to be <laughs> so meticulously aligned. It took her like hours and hours and i was watching like thanks i love um. that the way you set this story up was i, I did it my yeah. nephew's thing yeah. and i used removable wallpaper well i guess and what I- my cousin did all the work <laughs> i guess what i mean is i picked it out okay. and i designed the room and then i enlisted help from everyone to bring it together yeah i, just I think, think in yeah. america that's what we call doing something there you go yeah mm-hmm. i just um, was tired of looking at white walls and I'm tired of being stuck in my house. I got rooms I agree. I I'm getting really sick of the wall color. I'm I'm finding myself just being like, I'm bored of the walls. Yes. Like, I just want to see other walls. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything on the walls in my bedroom. Well, because yeah. you're literally a serial killer. Yeah. And you, I, <laughs> but everything I like has it. a place. No, your room looks empty because there's literally nothing in it. Everything is in a drawer or like hidden behind a door. What do you, why do you like it like that? I, because to me, it's like peaceful. Like I can come into my room and like my bedroom is for sleeping. So I'll That's come true. in the room and I'll go to sleep because downstairs it's like there's stuff everywhere. If I open my closet door, it's like I have all my stage costumes and it's like an explosion of insanity. So like I sort of appreciate the peacefulness. It's like of a like spa. Not having... Yes, exactly. Or like a prison. <laughs> yeah, either one. Yeah, like a spa might have a painting. Yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah, or like some some uh, some plants or yeah, right. a water feature. Do you think um, you'll ever add something to your walls or do you think you just like it like that? I think maybe. You know, I obviously, I aspire to like have a home, like 
maybe own a home or at least live alone and like be in charge of the entire space. So even though like I'm in charge of my own room, part of me is like, until I get to the like level up where I feel like I'm going to like live for a long time, I'm like, what's the fucking point? Like it would make me happier, but I don't feel sad in a in a room. Well, with that's interesting. On the walls. Like mm-hmm. my friend has a neighbor, and the and the neighbor rents their house, but they just they and she they took me inside basically because my friend was like, you have to see inside this house because these people have done so much to this place they're renting. They like put like wood on the walls to make it look like a different vibe, uh, and they like they like did so much, and they they put these like they made gardening beds outside in the yard, which was is basically on the street, like it's not really like a private yard. They made these huge gardening beds, which is something I feel like I wouldn't feel the ownership to do if I was renting a place, but. I thought it was kind of cool. And there was also the mentality that I kind of appreciate of like, this is where I live now. So yeah, right. That's where I'm at because I'm renting. But it's like, I mean, I don't plan on leaving here for like another year or two. Yeah. So right. might as well make it enjoyable. And then when I move, I get to do it all over again. Yeah. Somewhere else with different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've just never, I think, I think I've spent so much time. I mean, this is for the last, I don't know. 10 years this is the longest i've lived in a place so i've spent how long have you been there well i've only lived here for like three years two and a half that's true though you've been you've been so nomadic for the last like 10 years when i moved to la in the first year i lived in seven different places Mm -hmm. when i lived in new york i lived in like three different places and the final place that i lived with my ex-boyfriend like it was his home. He owned it and he was an interior designer. So I had zero responsibility to try to like make it look nice. You had a boyfriend? Oh in my New God. York. Yeah. Oh, in New York. I think you meant out here. No. And then before that, when I lived in Chicago, I lived with a roommate, but that was literally like fucking 10 years ago. So yeah. I think I'm not in the mentality of like, oh, I'll like make the place really. That nice. is like, the thing. Like you're not, you don't have that feeling like I'm staying for a second. Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, Even yeah. Though- but Lauren, you said you rent and I'm seeing things on the wall. Yeah, I I hung I've hung a lot of things on the walls and I I kind of went for it. Like I think in some places I've lived I don't do that. Mm-hmm. And this time I kind of did like what you're saying. Like I felt like I was like, let me just do it. Like I, I move a lot as well. Um yeah. and I so I, I often have this feeling that I'm gonna move, but um, I like have this area where I hung up, I framed like all my like show posters, like things I've collected over oh, the that's years nice. and I hung them all up and like, there's a trillion holes in the wall. And I was like, I don't fucking care. Like we'll figure it out later. Like yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in the past I would have been like, Oh, I don't want to make a lot of holes. Um, yeah, but- it's so weird because I feel the exact same way. I'm like, Oh, I shouldn't overstep. Cause in nine months I'm going <laughs> to move out. And meatballs like, if you're here for a week, fucking put up a poster. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, put a poster up. <laughs> you can get some spackle later. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's take a quick break. Oh, we'll right a break. Okay, we're back. We're back. Uh, Uh, Lauren, have you ever seen Wicked? Yes, I saw it live in LA. Ooh. Yeah, touring company. So so no, you have not seen Wicked. (laughs) That's kind of what I was expecting. I'm just kidding. Um, No, it was really great. But that that show, first of all, the singing in that show is amazing. The two main women are incredible. Mm -hmm. I love that soundtrack. But 
seeing it live, it was really tweaky. I thought I was, I feel like I was really high. Like I yeah, wasn't, it's a but it was a weird like, show. It was so crazy. Like do, the one guy turns into a fucking goat, right? Or a lamb? A lot of No, he is a goat. Like, I don't even remember that. Yes. Yeah, uh, the like professor. Professor. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever bah! is a half goat. <laughs> Did you see the news that the guy who played, uh, Ben Platt, who was in Dear Evan yes. Hansen, is now yeah, dating ben. the other star of Dear Evan Hansen who took over his role? Literally, that they're is, like. Well, you know, you know, white gays love uh, themselves. So <laughs> if he's going <laughs> to. Might as well can't That's get hilarious. closer to the same character. Well, know? and they're quarantining God, together, like, I saw. Fucking crying. And they could sing the song together. Did you no. see that meme going around of RuPaul talking about Dear Evan Hansen? He was like, when I saw Ben Platt playing Deer, uh, and like kept on because he thought the kid's name was Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, like his name is RuPaul. Yeah. Just kidding. That's hilarious, uh, <laughs> though. That's like, I feel like I've had that with like certain things in my life where I'm like, oh, that's what that means. Like, like, like the yes. D in Disney, I thought was like not a D forever. Like I couldn't see that it was a it D. Looks like a like, G. Like, it like looks a G. like a G. So you just kind of okay. look at it and you're like, that says Disney, but like it doesn't. Like, yeah. And then at a certain point, you're like, oh, it does. And then like, I feel like I had that with like Rice Krispies <laughs> where I was like, oh, it's rice. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. Now that I've done. Like you just realize something like, oh, it's so obvious. But that is also that vibe. Like I, I especially now more than ever in this time, in these uncertain times, in these, un- in these uncertain unparalleled, times, yes. When I look to Charmin uh, for my leadership and uh, uh, emotional well-being, no, I clickbait. <laughs> I will click on anything. Oh yeah, I'm clicking oh. on stuff this time. To click on are those articles that are like. 10 everyday items that you've been using wrong forever. Oh, yeah. And then you, you know, like through 20 like yeah. pages. Little, oh, little... I, got a, I got a great one from one of those. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> cutting boards, how they have like a hole in the end, which I consider a handle. I don't know yes. where I'm going with it. You actually can use that to swipe with your knife all the stuff through the hole so it doesn't all fall right. when you're putting it into the pan. It goes like right through the hole. Oh. oh. Get it? Yeah. yeah. Or like those like good. those That's like a good paper, one. those like wax covered paper ketchup things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that if yeah. you open them up, they actually turn into a plate. So you don't need to dunk. You can like What? I've never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. They, they just they, they fold out into little circles. If I ever unfold. go to a restaurant again, I'll do that. <laughs> if I ever go to a McDonald's again. <laughs> I've been wanting McDonald's in this quarantine, I have to say. I've really? been getting a hanger. What's been I've your worst a- craving? That probably I've seen a few people posting that they got it, and I was like, "I'm about to do that. I don't care. I want it." But I, I haven't. I don't want to get food from anywhere. I'm, I'm yeah. very. I barely order out, so I'm not gonna. I barely. I get McDonald's like once a year. What I really want to order is the Pizza Hut Pizza Big Dipper. They have a Big Dipper. Pizza. Oh yeah, you have to do that for a video. But I just feel although like it's like an ad. Meatball and I have been talking about this, where it's like. We feel really like maybe we're being like too intense, but I feel good about my intensity. I'm like, like, I want to support businesses. Obviously, Pizza Hut is a corporation, so I'd rather support a local restaurant that is like trying. But I'm like, girl, I got food at the house. I'm not like rushing from one thing Mm -hmm. to the next. Like I can cook for myself and not assume more risk. But I don't know if I'm being crazy about this because a lot of people are ordering food. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people are ordering food in it. And I will say that, like, I order once a week, but I order from, like, Sage, like a restaurant that I love and is amazing. But I'm not ordering, like, McDonald's stuff. And I've really cut back on ordering Amazon stuff. Like, I try I'm to, trying make to do that. feel better about it. But mm-hmm. sometimes I just need something that is essential to me as a <laughs> drag queen. Yes. That is not available anywhere else. No, Meatball it's true. Did, Meatball did a whole video about self-care, which was is an essential item. It is. Uh, and his self-care is eating fried Gus's chicken, fried chicken from Gus's fried chicken. Oh my god. And that I got a, so I ate good. a half chicken on camera. <laughs> my boyfriend wouldn't speak to me. <laughs> okay. So the two of you are living with people that you fuck. Yeah! Don't be so presumptuous. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas some of us mm-hmm. have been celibate for months and months and months. Yes. So uh, you know, I didn't want to spread your whole business with our segment, which is called Fuck Talk. Uh, <laughs> but cross, <laughs> yeah, but I am. I'm like, I'm like, oh, because to me, you know, when I think about this time, or I think I will think back on this time, I think, uh, oh, I cooked every meal for myself. Oh, we had to work from home. Oh, everything was digital, and like, bitch, I've been celibate since March. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and it's really I think hard for you and a lot of people. That's and not I think, the case for everyone. So I'm well, curious, what's that like to be living well, you know with your what sexual I think partner? It's it's very comforting, and I feel like I'm I'm re- I really feel for my friends who don't have that right now because you can't even like hug somebody. Yeah, right. and I think that's really hard. Like I have friends who are engaged who are living separately because one of them is an essential worker, mm. and oh my god, it's really hard for them because they can't even hug each other. Like they don't, you know, so. I think that's really, really hard. And I, I'm really grateful that I, that I like my husband and that we like have <laughs> yeah. a lot of fun. Cause I'm sure there are also people who are in relationships where they like hate the person kind yeah, of, or like right. it's really bad. And so like, what's that like meatball? I wouldn't know. We're having a great time over here. Good. <laughs> we went to the Los Angeles Zoo and roller skated yesterday. You did. How cute is that? It was so fun. And then that's the cops amazing. came. Uh Oh, did they shut you down? No, they tried it. Um, but I was <laughs> like, skated away. yeah, we basically got across the parking lot faster than they could like get to where we were. And then so got we were... your car and drove away. No, we Meepo. just skated over there and they didn't come over there. They uh. like knew that they told us to go away. Do you feel like you are, because you're living with your boyfriend that, do you feel like you're more motivated to better yourself during this time or less so? Wow. Good question. More, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you I can't compare it you don't know, but... I don't know what it was like before... Because we were living together before this started. Uh-huh. It, the only thing that's really changed is that, like, he works from home now. So he's home around, like, a lot yeah. more. But, like, all that we've started doing is, like, I'll just come upstairs to my office and work when he's working and then, like, get stay out of his way and then we're fine. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, we've been... Sex has been, like, up and down. Like, it hasn't oh, been, I'm like, sure. every oh, I think, day. Like, it's been, like... We went like four days or five days without even like doing anything. And then Well, I think this time is so weird because it's like you are going through something really emotional that you might not really be processing on like a very clear level, but like we're dealing with anxiety all the time with this. Like so it changes how you are sexually and everything, like emotionally, all that stuff. Like I think I feel like it took me a while to kind of realize like, oh, I'm probably 
more emotional or more sensitive or all these different things that you're not really clocking as being because of the pandemic. But yeah. then it's like, yeah, of course. Like I we've, can't even. We've also been like noticing each other's moods like mm-hmm. m- way more. And like, it's been a real weird thing to like see him upset or angry or him to see me like mm-hmm. stressing out about stuff. Cause he's usually never around for it. Yeah. So it's just like a very odd thing. Yeah, or you get to go like, I'm just feeling stressed out. I'm going to go, you know, talk to my friend. Or I'm going to go right, you usually could yeah. outsource to the it. park and yeah. like, whatever, walk around the you know track or whatever. And it's now it's like we're just face to face with everything. But we, what have like, you, like, what about you, Dipper? Like, how has it yeah, been? How are you doing you just the, have, you a, have a your roommate. roommate. I'm just alone. No. Uh, Do you guys ever yeah. hug? No. <laughs> um, what about Kitty? She doing good? Yeah. I mean, we're in like a really nice rhythm over here. And I think like in the beginning, it was like, oh, my God, we're going to have to like always be home. And I think now there's like a really good rhythm of like, oh, I get it. Like we shared this space. So like, let's really be aware of what that means. And mm-hmm. um it's, you know, uh, like, uh, unlike all the viewers from the Drag Alive performance who think I have a big, big house and a 12-car garage, uh, you know, this is like... We should shoot it on, like, a dirt road so they'll give you more money. <laughs> well, that's yeah! the thing. I was like, people barely tipped me. I think I don't do well at the drag shows because they're like... Well, you're not doing drag. Yes. They're like, Diva, <laughs> we came for a drag queen. Yeah. I keep getting booked for them, and they're like, did you do well with your tips? And I'm like, do you consider... Forty dollars, good. Like I, 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 I mean, mean, anything is. I was gonna say forty dollars is forty dollars you didn't have. Yeah, I, only had to I was like, as long around. as you didn't spend forty dollars to make it happen. Yeah, I sure baby. didn't, because you know my DP did it for free. I do charge fifty, <laughs> but um. <laughs> so you're in the red boo. <laughs> you're in the red boo. No, but I think I think we got in like a nice rhythm, and I think it's yeah. futile. Like, of course, like we look at social media and we see people who have different living situations, or it's like, like it's really hard. Yeah, like everyone. It's been so has... in. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was everyone just gonna say what? everyone has their own scenario, and it's futile to look and go like, "Oh, if only I had a backyard. If right. only mm-hmm. I." But it just doesn't matter. So you have to like look around at your, you know, empty walls with no art, <laughs> and go like, "This is me for the next couple <laughs> months." <laughs> And, uh, this is me. I, yeah, it's like so, empty walls. You're like, yeah. what? I, I'm an open book. I'm a blank canvas. Well, anything can happen I'm, here. Just <laughs> sign up and come on over. Except don't. Uh, what were you going to say, Meatball? I don't even remember. Oh, oh okay. it, 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 yeah, it doesn't matter. No, but it is weird seeing like 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 really really rich people showing their house, and then you're like, hmm, must be <laughs> nice to quarantine up there yeah on the hill like where you have a giant pool and uh property that's huge and all this stuff like wasn't it didn't we come for sam smith or someone for being like i'm just so sad i'm a multi-million dollar mansion that's the thing it's like i I mean of course people everyone is suffering on different levels with this yeah and and like maybe losing people and whatever it's like it's very real but there is that feeling of like tone deafness when you're on instagram and someone's just like lounging by their pool like quarantine sucks or whatever and it's like okay <laughs> you know who's been making the most out of quarantine i'm sorry i'm gonna say it and i hate him i know he's a terrible person jason derulo is hot what? i don't really know about him i feel like i don't know i feel like i know some songs uh, i don't care about his music he's hot and he's putting out okay, good I'm tiktok looking. content 
Oh, is he I, and on like Instagram. He's just literally things? no, he's literally like doing TikTok well, like better than some 13-year-olds. It's very can strange I, that this is the path that he's going on. Can I just tell you something? Jason Derulo. What? <laughs> kind of embarrassing. On what? my uh calendar on Whoa. my to-do list for Monday is I just uh, looked at Jason Derulo. Oh, what did you see? Uh just his six pack. Oh yeah. Yeah, he does that or well, too. Or 12-pack or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, on my calendar for Monday is learn TikTok. Uh, I I'm literally trying have... to learn TikTok for months. Okay, wait. I, I don't understand I pulled up a tutorial TikTok. video. I'm literally going to learn it because it is complicated. It is complicated. I'm, I'm learning. My plan right now is to learn how to do Twitch. I want to live stream playing Animal Crossing Oh yeah. on Twitch. And I got all the stuff you need. So that you can connect it and you can see the, per- the people watching can see you and the screen yes. at the same time. But it's really complicated to set up. So I have to like dedicate some time. You have to, to use like the out. OBS or whatever What's that OBS? software is. Oh, Open like, broadcast oh, software. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, so to that you can like put a, what do they call I'm it? trying a to learn that too. Put a yeah. scan on it. Everyone's doing comedy shows on Twitch too. Are they doing a lot of drag shows on Twitch? Yes. Drag shows. It's like a whole new revolution. Yeah. That's great. The yeah. Queens comedians are, are doing it too. Turning. It's so awesome. What, uh, Lauren, I saw you do, you did an improv show on Zoom. Yes. And it was surprisingly fun. Yeah, I've done a few of them. And it's been interesting. Like, I I did some through UCB. Like, we did charity shows for, um, we did Ask Cat, which is like the main show at UCB. Mm-hmm. And we did charity uh, fundraisers on Zoom live streaming on YouTube. And it actually worked pretty well. It was kind of like I thought it'd be more awkward than it was, but it's pretty fun. And then we've been doing wild horses shows from home with right. a suggested link for donation, but it's free to watch. And um, and I, I found like making one adjustment in the improv, which was just like use people's real names so you know who you're talking yes. to. Yes. And then it was like, it was really clear. I was yeah. like, oh my God, what are they going to do? Yeah. And then you started the scene and you were like, Laura, and it was like, oh, okay, I get who she's yeah. talking to now. That made it easier. And we also did like, if you wanted to end the scene, everyone goes like this in front of their camera, like waving their hands. And it's kind of cute. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I do find this kind of creatively stimulating a little bit mm-hmm. to have right. to figure out how to fix this. Wait. I have mm. to bring up the thing that you mentioned uh, mm. as we're wrapping up here. Uh, you said that you've heard, because I, I asked you, I was like, you know, like you get sent out on auditions and like you've got a team. And obviously with all of the hype with your new movie, The Wrong Missy, available on Netflix everywhere globally right now. Number um, one movie in America, in the world. Uh, people are, you know, like probably talking about how do we get to work with Lauren? Like what's the next project, et cetera. Yeah, I hope so. You said... You've heard rumblings of like people self-quarantining, getting tested, and then like going to production camps and not leaving the camp for yes. like three weeks. And I've heard this as there. a pitch. Basically, yeah. like there's been like some just yeah, rumblings is really it, like of just how we will continue to make things as we figure out this whole situation. So there there's one pitch that I saw online that was like, well, maybe people need to quarantine for two everyone who's going to do work on the production quarantines for two weeks then we all work together at a location that no one leaves like a some you know where everyone stays at the same hotel or i don't know how it would work and then like a campus or yeah yeah and then you stays in dorms everyone the food is all you know everything's regulated and comes through a specific way and then you are when you're done you quarantine for two weeks on the other side of it back at your house 
and that's it. But I'm like, I think that could work, but it just, it feels like how, I don't know how we're going to do anything. It's just like like everyone has to get, we have to get like immediate tests, like tests that you get the results. You have to, yes. Everyone has to be tested like immediately and yeah, and every day. And then you also would have to shoot really fast because you really wouldn't want to waste any time Yeah, because you have to have that buffer on both sides of time. What if your co-star then gets sick in the middle of it? Well, then I, I don't. I yeah. I don't know because it, that's the. It just seems too risky. So I think it, we're just gonna have to wait and see. So or maybe uh, they'll figure out sort of. I I think they're also talking about changing like f- physical elements of things. Like there won't be sex scenes. There won't be this or that. Like things that like you would have. Well, how to am I t- gonna get off? <laughs> how am I gonna turn this Google? You have to watch something old. Celebrity <laughs> naked celebrity sex scenes dot com <laughs> dot com dot biz. Can I tell you something horrible? I'll just say it. Um literally anytime I'm like, who is that actor? He's kind of cute and then I find out who he is, I immediately just Google their name naked. See you're what everyone's afraid of. <laughs> you're the problem. You're <laughs> You're telling me you've never done that? Well, not with every actor I ever see. Not it any time I'm like, that guy is mildly attractive. Let me just search his news. I I think I've only done it if it's like someone is like, oh, that person has this crazy thing in this old movie. Like some actor right. that is that is older, and then you're like, oh, I don't, too, I don't know. I'll only look it up if they're like, that guy has a crazy huge dick. And I'll be like, all right, well, let me see it. I mean, you know, curiosity gets the best of us. Yeah, but I love the like euphoria idea where just what? like, well, basically in that show, like. I really like that show. I have to finish that. It's so good. I you haven't forget. finished it? No, I always forget. Write shows. it down. God, I'm, I'm literally writing it down. I have a list after right you, here. After you binge watch all of Jason Derulo's TikToks. Yeah, I know. Jason can... Derulo. You gotta sing it. <laughs> and can you harmonize? Jason, Jason Derulo. Derulo. You really went wow, too low. That was really bad. I went too low. <laughs> Jason Derulo. That's pretty. That was whoa, <laughs> Laura. Pretty? Don't don't lie to. Him. Um, but in Euphoria, it's sort of like, eh. We'll all see everyone naked at some point in the future. So right, whatever. Yeah. Oh, so because they show a lot of nudity on that show. Well, and just it's the idea that they're teenagers, but they're like sexting and yes. taking pictures and the whole thing. And so, I mean, imagine a world in which, I mean, it's sort of, we would have to remove ourselves from the full idea of like privacy or being like stripped of that. And so the only reason we're adverse to that is because we grew up in a place where like, these are your private parts. These are only yeah. for you and you have personal resp- like privacy. But imagine a world where that wasn't a thing. The amount of like freedom we would have with like, um, what is the, the... I know a world like that. It's called CCBC and it's in Palm Springs. <laughs> the Naked Place. It's the Naked Place. Wow. But like the amount of freedom you have where it's like, oh, this isn't naughty or special or different because like just sort of it's, like... It's becomes it's everybody. the norm. Yeah. It becomes the norm. I just think that's so such a fascinating idea. Yeah, I do feel like we're heading there more and more. I mean, I yes. think it's, it's just becoming less of a precious thing in a good way. I don't think it... I mean, you know, as long as everyone's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so last thing I want to talk about is, you know, we talked about quarantine uh like shows, like improv and drag shows. Mm-hmm. Have you done any like voiceover acting, radio plays? We've been doing From radio home? plays on our show, yeah. 
I have I've had auditions for voiceovers from home, which I usually do anyway. Um, they you can do them from home most of the time, um, which has been good because it make, gives me the feeling that there's potential for me to have a job at some point. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even I just do this audition and then I'm like, oh, there's a chance I could get it. And then I would have something to, um, you know, do to work pay on. my bills. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've been writing radio plays back and forth for wow. a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The conceit of these is essentially any way that I can drag Meatball through the mud and then likewise. For yeah, other. we just, we really get get it going. <laughs> In the first episode of mine, Dipper fisted an old man with a milky eye and a peg leg. And then so it was because of the fisting, <laughs> well, he. <laughs> I think, down. Oh. She got it. Because he was he had to also fist his mouth, and when they touched in the middle, he got swept away to so the Wizard of Oz. So this is fan fiction. This is fan fiction. <laughs> oh, yeah, it book. is. It is. This is like a dream wish. Like, I mean, Nicole and I wrote some fan fiction about Star Wars I on our podcast. Listened. Oh, they my God, so it's so good. horny. Everyone needs to listen. And we were, it flowed right out. I mean, I'm sure that story flowed right out of you with that peg leg. It's it just did. like, it's it just an right easy, out. it feels natural. It's like, you know exactly what Wait, but wasn't yours going. not sexual? No, mine was very sexual. Madeline oh. Walter, who was on our first episode, wrote, wrote like a beautiful story about yes, the characters. We were was. like, and oh. then it got to you and Nicole's, and it was just like, bang me in the butt. Like they <laughs> were like, just C-3PO like, C3PO bent over and started sucking R2D2's dick or whatever. <laughs> it was <laughs> beautiful. Very robot robotics? Is that um, there was to? definitely robot dicks. There's a C3PO um card or something like a trading card that looks like he has a dick and a it's boner. a huge thing. Yes. Yes, I know that one. Yeah, check it out. Well, so I think that's a perfect call to all our Sloppy Seconds listeners out there. If you want to write a fan fiction radio play and it's good, Meatball and I will read it. We will act it out. Oh, my God. That's we'll a great activity. We'll do the full uh, sound design. Can I and- pitch something else for you? <laughs> yes. I love a pitch. Um, so on ours, we were talking about, you know, we ask for a five-star rating at the end. If you want to give us five stars on on iTunes and all that, that's great. And if you want to write a review that's fan fiction, you might read it on the air. So you could have people write a five star review with fan as a fan fiction story about you, and then oh, you yeah. read the good Ooh. ones. Yeah, we always forget we... to ask for people to do that. Everyone yeah, needs I to don't give think you five we've stars. Ever been reviewed. Well, they should. No, I sure think it would we be have. It's a. It's it's not. It's not a good look on you. But have you looked we... at the reviews? <laughs> no way. And they're everyone bad go, about everyone me. Everyone needs to give us no, five I'm stars. No, just kidding. It's five. Everyone loves. It. I'm going to look right now. No! <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Go watch no, but, Jason Derulo. But everyone needs to give you five stars, and maybe you'll read a, the good five star reviews on on air. It's like also a good. Uh, You're the consummate you know. business entrepreneur. This Truly, is this is it. You know, this is me. The, the stars. You're like I'm a business person. I'm like, and I'm blank walls, and meatball <laughs> is that wallpaper. I am literally this, the human form of this mess. Oh, wait, I love it. Have you done a haircut? Because Meatball, yeah. your boyfriend just cut uh, your hair. He cut my hair. Oh my hair god, with it's really good. Tremors. And Lauren, you cut Mike's hair at home. I did, but right? that was like day two of quarantine. We were like, let's do it. Like it was like <laughs> we lost our minds instantly. Um, he has cut his own hair since then, and he did a really good job. Oh. And I cut my dog's hair two days ago, and it was oh. really good. I'm really proud of myself, but I have to cut her nails, and I'm really afraid to do that part. Wrap her up in a towel. I saw mm. a, an insane thing on what? tiktok this woman wrapped her head in saran wrap above her eyes <laughs> and then put peanut butter peanut butter on the saran wrap and, and the dog was, was licking it sang into the camera she was like you think i'm crazy you think i'm crazy but just listen 
And then she bent down and the dog was licking so that she was able to pick up the claws and clip all of the nails. Oh my both of her hands. I also now, saw one where they cut four holes in a tote bag and hung it from a door frame and put the dog in it. Oh! And then just clipped its toes while it couldn't move. That's, that's fucking amazing hilarious. because that's what they do. That that it, they have things like that at animal hospitals. Yeah. Like, oh, they look like life really jackets. Smart, like almost. a sling. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay, I, these are great tips. I'm, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to put saran wrap on my head and peanut butter on my forehead, but... Um, do them both. You do have I'll another. just do that for fun. Yeah, put that on your Instagram live. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. You Check like peanut butter? Okay, well, thank you so much for being thank on the show. Thank you so much for being me. here. It's very fun talking to you guys. Um, if you haven't seen it already, go watch The Wrong Missy on Netflix. You have to watch it. There was parts of it where my boyfriend was looking at me being like, what is funny? And it was just like, just everything about that movie is so funny. <laughs> Not in a rude way. I was no, just no. laughing it's, the whole time. It's psychotic. My there's character a, is literally insane. There's yeah. a scene where you fall off of a cliff and it's, and I laughed about it for 30 minutes after. He was like, what are you <laughs> laughing at? I was like, I'm still laughing about her hitting that tree. It's truly nuts. I had three stunt doubles. They were amazing. Oh, I mean, and and there are so many clips like on Netflix's YouTube and on Twitter of like you getting wasted, like all these fun montages. There's a lot of fun putting that like good old uh, what we refer to as juking in high school. Do you remember this? Yes, that was one commonly referred to. What the fuck is juking? It's Um, twerking. Oh. Or not twerking. It's like it's grinding. not twerking. I would not even try to say that I am twerking at all in this film. <laughs> I'm not capable, but I am grinding. Yes, you were doing moved, the dances I put my at that ass party on scene. People, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a person that you grew up watching on television. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> He's great. Now was, we're getting okay, into the now, hard Wait, hold on. Questions. One more question. One more question. <laughs> yeah. What's Vanilla Ice like? He's oh, yeah. really nice, and he was he was really down to do jokes, and he even at one point was like. Go ninja, go ninja, go! Like you know, he did that ninja turtle yeah. song. Um, he he was down for whatever. I actually like years ago. I had a small role in Blended, another Happy Madison movie, and I got to go to their big holiday party that they did every year at the time, and it was really cool for me to get to go. And um, they had amazing musical performances the whole night. And Vanilla Ice performed, uh. and he came out. So he must be old friends with them. I don't know. He came out and did Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Uh, I don't know if he did Ice Ice Baby. And then um, like all these other amazing bands came out. It was like it was a wild night. But Vanilla Ice was like a crazy part of that. And then so to see him in this context was really surprising. And he's very funny. And he was just he was laughing a lot. He was like a cool guy. He was. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. It was fun. I love that. Come on. That sums it up. He does a lot of house flipping now. He has a house flipping show. I heard about that. Oh, I have to check that out. Um, okay, so people can follow you. What's your Patreon, Lauren? My Patreon That's where all is, the good stuff thank is. you, patreon.com slash Lauren Lapkus. Um, there's a lot of content up there already. So if you join now, you will get like, you know, 40 hours or more of things. Oh my God, already, so, join yeah. now for the ultimate binge. There you go. Get the big binge. <laughs> you love a thumbs up? I love a thumbs up. Bringing them all to the video. <laughs> Um, okay, so thanks so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod and send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. You can send us a fan fiction radio play, you can send us a fuck talk story, or you can go onto iTunes and give us a five star review that includes some fun writing, some fun fan fiction, and we will read it. Or we have a phone number. 
You can yes, call you can us call and us leave us a voice. Tell us your fuck story at 213-536-9180 or 1-800-WICKED. Big Dipper's Instagram is at Big Dipper Jelly. Mine is Spicy as Meatball. And my Twitter is Fat Drag Meatball. And don't forget to subscribe. And, and don't ever miss an episode because they're fun. They're good, baby. They're fun and good, baby. Uh, we'll see you next Friday. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks. Thank you, Lauren. That was fun. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Doodle doot doot. Forever dog. Sloppy Seconds is a forever dog podcast. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our cover art was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.